You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 234, the solo series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley with you here. So it has been a while since I've been on She Runs the Show, and I'm just going to give you a huge disclaimer. I have got some major projects going on at this moment, namely the creation of a 14-day Rebuild Yourself Challenge, as well as the upcoming 10-week mastermind program that is called Rebuild Yourself, which is based on my upcoming and brand new book, also called Rebuild Yourself. And I'm relaunching my YouTube channel in November. So if you have not been on my YouTube channel recently, please go to youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Vaughn TV, because the channel that you're seeing at this moment is going to be totally revamped with brand new videos coming to you every single Tuesday that are geared to women in their 30s, 40s, and 50s who want to rebuild their lives by starting with redesigning their minds, redesigning their minds. So with all of that being said, I have to tell you, the life of an entrepreneur is there is always more work to do. It just never, the hustle train never stops. And so if you see more sporadic episodes of She Runs the Show, just know it's because I am in the middle of building a, an amazing YouTube channel, getting more books out there, also getting more books on Audible. I now have three or four of my books on Audible. Own it. You can do hard things. Find your fire. Love it till it lets you go. And pretty soon, my book about people who don't clap when you win, namely people in your family, will also be on Audible. So when you're when you're looking for a new episode of She Owns a Show, and you're like, why is Cassandra not producing a new episode? It's because Cassandra is hustling, doing fifty thousand other things. So I needed to bring today's episode, though. So I carved out some time to talk today about what we're going to talk about, because I know that somebody needs to hear this like 50,000 times, 50,000 times. Now, the topic for episode 234 is very straightforward, and I'm just going to break it down. I don't even have notes because of what I've got to say and the fact that I just need to, we just need to have a get it together talk without notes today. So episode 234, don't let anyone, I mean anyone, treat you like you're ordinary. Now, you listen to that, and I'm sure you've heard the quotes. I, You know I love Pinterest. There are plenty of quotes that say, don't let anybody treat you like you're ordinary. Don't let anyone treat you like you're ordinary. But I'm going in a very specific direction today because one of the things that you will find in life when you are surrounded by others who on a pretty consistent basis treat you like you're ordinary, one of the most consistent things you'll find about the fact that you are, for whatever reason, attracting people who treat you like you're ordinary, the reason why those people are able to be in your space, live in your inner circle, and respond to you in that mediocre way is because if you get to the heart of the matter, you're actually treating yourself like you're ordinary. Let's go there. Do you value your time? Do you value your work? Do you value how powerful and amazing and wonderful you are, whether other people give you a pat on the back or not, whether other people clap for you or not, whether other people 
reward you or promote you or not. See, here's the thing. If you're finding this pattern in your existence where, you know, at work, people treat you like you're ordinary, uh, your clients in your business treat you like you're ordinary, your family members treat you like you're ordinary. Let me step, let me take a step back for a second. What do I mean by when people treat you like you're ordinary? Here's what I mean. When people do not recognize your brilliance, when they lump you into groups and under titles and they use certain terms about you that are pretty generic to a whole group of people, when you get passed up for whether it is a promotion or you you up your prices in your business and your clients turn you down because they say that's too much money for what you offer, those are simple examples of being treated like you're ordinary. Let's go to even more painful places. When you get ignored in your relationship, when you get berated by your family members about what you're doing or not doing, which does not please or satisfy them, when you're being told, whether it's through the media, on social media, your friends, no matter what you do for them, it's never enough, right? And so anytime that feeling of I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy, I'm not deserving, anytime that kind of sentiment is being indicated to you, whether people ever say it out loud or not, because a lot of this being treated like you're ordinary, no words are ever said. I don't know many people who will go up to somebody else and go, you know what, I'm just going to treat you like you're ordinary because you are. Most people are not that brave. And they certainly are not that straightforward. So when you're being treated like you're ordinary, unless you're super conscious and paying attention, you may not interpret it that way. You may say, well, they're trying to help develop me. Well, their criticism is really constructive feedback. Well, I really do screw up all the time. So, you know, so I guess I deserve not getting promoted. Well, the other person had more um, you know, uh, what do they say? More drive than me. So that's why I got looked over. Listen, I, I don't care anyway. I really don't care how you want to spell out the bullshit, but let's just call a thing a thing. When other people treat you like you're ordinary, meaning they, they don't care for you on a deep level. They are not compassionate towards what you're experiencing. They brush off your feelings as being insignificant. They do not recognize how powerful and strong you are in certain areas, but really want to focus on all of your weaknesses in these other areas. When people want to pretend like the only time they can really talk to you is when you have something of value to give to them. These are all examples of people treating you like you're ordinary. And let me tell you the worst part of people treating you like you're ordinary. You would think the people who tend to treat you like you're ordinary are people who actually haven't met you yet and don't know you very well. When in fact, most of the culprits of the people who are treating you like you're ordinary are the people who are supposed to know you the best, love you the most, and have your back in every situation. So let's not be shocked or surprised when family members in the way that they are interacting with us, talking to us, talking about us, is treating us like we're ordinary. Why do I want you to get to the point where you just get real with all of this? I'm going to go to a Pinterest quote because then we're going to go a little bit deeper. I was on Pinterest this morning and I saw this quote that said, the best thing I did was learn to stop fighting for someone who was okay with losing me. 
I'm going to read that again. I want you to let it just marinate with this for a minute. Write it on a post. I just want you to sit with the truth of this. The best thing I did was learn to stop fighting for someone who was okay with losing me. You know what our tendency is? Our tendency is when we come across situations and people who are not fighting for us, meaning they don't make our needs a priority. They don't make listening to us and, and affirming us a priority. Instead, they treat us like they could take us or leave us. We think, and I don't even know what this crazy craziness is about. We think that people who do that, they're just sort of playing hard to get, or we, you know, it's our challenge and opportunity to prove them wrong or to, to prove to them that they need us. We do all kinds of like, insecure things when we come across people who really honestly don't give a damn about whether we show up in their lives or not. We do all kinds of insecure stuff. And I want you to really take this quote in. I'm, I'm serious when I say write it on a post-it note and just marinate in this truth all day. The best thing I did was learn to stop fighting for someone who was okay with losing me. This doesn't just apply to relationships. I'm talking about clients in your business. If you are negotiating a deal with a corporate sponsor, with a client, with anybody, and they're treating your products and services like they're ordinary, and they're basically, you know, they're saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I want to get, I, uh, let me help you out. They're treating you like you're ordinary. And the longer you sit and debate your worthiness with them and hustle for your worthiness in order to get them to say yes to you, the more you're agreeing with what they're saying about who you are. See, if you know you're worthy, you don't hustle for that worthiness. When you know you're worthy, when people start to be iffy with you and they sort of go, I don't really know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Nah, nah. Listen, you will listen. Here's what you say. You will look, look. I totally get if you're on the fence because you're not sure if you are up to the task of working with me, but I am absolutely worth this price. I am absolutely worth this effort. And if you can't see that, then you've really helped both of us with clarity because we shouldn't be working together because I'm not negotiating myself with you. And I'm certainly not going to work with anybody who doesn't understand their own value enough to seize an opportunity when they see one. Now, listen, you might think that's a harsh way to put it to people. But I will just have you reflect on how many times you have sugar-coated, scaped around this particular issue with people, and then they still end up treating you like you're ordinary. Put this on a post-it note. The best thing I did was learn to stop fighting for someone who was okay with losing me. Can I help you out? If they're okay with losing you, then let them. Let them if they're okay with losing you. Because obviously, you need to be okay with letting them go. Because they've been treating you like you're ordinary for I don't even know how long. Again, the best thing I did was learn to stop fighting for someone who was okay with losing me. If an organization or a company is okay with losing you, that is not a loss. Because they didn't value you in the first place. If a family member is not okay with losing the relationship with you, then that actually wasn't a real relationship. So be okay with the loss because it actually isn't one. Final point that I'm going to say in this episode, and then I'm just going to drop the mic. This quote says, she said, when you miss me, remember when you had me, 
I wasn't enough. Let me just say that a couple more times because there's so much power to this one. I just can't even, I can't even contain the level to which I feel this quote deeply. She said, when you miss me, remember when you had me, I wasn't enough. Just sit with this. She said, when you miss me, remember, when you had me, I wasn't enough. How many situations have you lived in where for the bulk of the time you were focusing your energy on getting somebody's approval, on getting somebody's appreciation, on convincing somebody to love you, on convincing somebody to see your value at work, on convincing people and organizations and groups and teams and you know clients and, and, and production coming. How many times have you sat in rooms in meetings and all you did was beg for somebody's minimal level of approval? You know what? Let me tell you what, the best way you can handle anybody who treats you like you're ordinary is you need to begin to treat them like an option and leave the situation, build up your own sense of self-worth. So when they come back to you, you can repeat these words. When you miss me, remember when you had me, I wasn't enough. Here's the final, final, final point I'm going to make. And then I'm going to end this episode. It doesn't matter. If somebody who, somebody, something, some deal, some situation, some client, it does not matter if they one day wake up to your brilliance and come back to you and apologize for treating you like you were ordinary. I don't give a damn if they come back to you and say that because if they could not recognize your brilliance when you were focusing on them, the only reason they're recognizing your brilliance now that you're not focusing on them is because you're not focusing on them. Either way, it has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you. So when people come back to you and they want to give you all this stuff about, well, you know, I'm so sorry that I treated you this way. And I'm so sorry that, you know, I didn't see that, you know, how much you meant to me. I, listen, here's what you say to them. You say, you know what? I really appreciate you coming to share this with me. I really appreciate the courage that it took for you to, to get to this point and say that. But what you're saying to me right now, after your history with me is not enough for me. And unapologetically say that because at the end of the day, somebody who treated you like you were ordinary, an organization, a deal with a corporation, a speaking engagement, a client, people you work for, I don't care who, family members, if they spent a long time treating you like they're ordinary, they don't see you differently now. They just want you to show up differently for them now. And they're willing to tell you anything you want to hear to get you to change your behavior. Don't fall for the lie. Don't fall for the lie. That's all I wanted to say. And again, I'm just going to reiterate what I said at the beginning. She runs a show. Episodes are going to be sporadic. I'm going to do new ones whenever I can. But in these moments like today's episode, where I feel just a calling in my soul to share this with somebody who right now is being treated like they're ordinary, probably by a number of people, and you're under some false assumption that the reason you're being treated like you're ordinary is because you actually are ordinary. This episode's for somebody who needs to hear that. And if you know somebody in your life who is being treated this way, who absolutely needs to hear this message, I don't care if they're an entrepreneur, 
entrepreneur or not. I want you to share this message with them and tell them, listen to this five times again and again and again, back to back, because at the end of the day, nobody can treat you like you're ordinary without your permission. And at the end of the day, if you have a pattern of folks treating you like you're ordinary, I'm going to bet you a thousand dollars that it's because you in your own mind see yourself as ordinary. Because the second you know how brilliant you are, you do not accept the bullshit of being treated like you're ordinary. You just don't. You just don't. You know what you say? You say, listen, I may be too much for you, but you are clearly too little for me. So I got to go. I got to go. I can't, I can't do this with you. That's what you start. And not even, I can't do this with you. You start to say to people, I won't do this ordinary merry-go-round with you. Because if you don't know how brilliant I am, then that tells me you have poor judgment, but that also tells me where I stand with you. And I don't need another merry-go-round ride to figure out whether or not you see me the way I see myself. You clearly don't. So we are done here. We are done here. No second chances. No, maybe you got it all wrong. Listen, if you don't get me, then we don't have anything to talk about. We, we just don't. Listen. The best thing I did was learn to stop fighting for someone who was okay with losing me. If they're okay with treating you like you're ordinary, guess what they're telling you? They're okay with losing you. So let them open up the space for the people who will actually want you to shine and actually see your brilliance and actually be clapping for you when you win, even though you don't need it because you know who you are, even though you don't need it. That's what I wanted to say. All right, done, done, done. Once again, thank you for listening to She Runs the Show. Please share this with somebody who you know is having some insecurity thing because folks are treating them like they're ordinary, whether it's at work, in business, in life, wherever. And just tell them, listen to this thing like 10 times because until you get that you're not ordinary, you're going to continue to attract people who will treat you like you're ordinary because they're reflecting to you your belief that you aren't as powerful as you actually are. We need to stop that. And you know where you stop it? It's not by having conversations with people and begging them to treat you differently. It starts when you say to yourself, I'm changing what I believe about me, which then changes the energy I project in the universe, which then makes me super clear, like my eyes are wide open on who is treating me well and who needs to leave my life, period, the end. All right, everybody, that's all I have to, I should have ended this episode like three minutes ago, but I had more I need to say. All right, um, please go to, uh, you know what I was gonna think about? All, so many of my books are now on Audible. Please go to overcomingfearbooks.com. Books that you've bought, books that you haven't bought, go look for the Audible versions because I narrate all of my Audibles. So go get them. Listen to them. They will change your life. Period. The end. All right, everybody. I'll catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show. 